G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Let's get our head around some of the issues to do with relationships and a reminder today that one of the initiatives that's come out of the marriage week each year has been the concept of dating each other. And there's a challenge there, date each other, for people who are married to make those regular times when you get together, when you go out, or where you plan some form of romantic and intimate date. Well, Dennis Outred is back with us, and not far out from the next Marriage Week that's coming up in September, but Dennis and Anne founded Marriage Week around 15 years ago. Dennis is back with us. Hi, Dennis. Welcome back to 2020. Great to speak with you as always. Dennis, when you say date each other, that's a very simplistic way, but speaks very directly into every marriage, doesn't it? You've got to have times of intimate uh, drawing away with one another in a marriage so that you can keep that relational romance continually rekindled. That's right, Neil. Um, our, Our times together are precious and... They should be times without distraction of the phone or the concerns of job or anything else, but just focusing on each other and where each other is at. If you like, it's your personal, are you okay? How and often? We should be doing that weekly. Okay, weekly is a good thought. And for families that have got small children and commitments, that's not so easy to do. Somehow or other, you've got to make time, haven't you, for a date? Oh, you certainly have, and that's all part of the scene. You're showing that your spouse is someone special, and you're making that time. And so far as the young children are concerned, you are sometimes able to incorporate them into a special time and it bridge it out to a family time, which is always important also. But other than that, have you got friends who have got children as well, and you can encourage them to have a date time together as well as having your own and swap looking after the children. Dennis, when we're coming into hard times as we are now, the rising cost of living, uh, just the bills going up left, right and centre, to get a focus on marriage to say this is a time to make sure your relationship is strong because Oftentimes, financial challenges can get in the way and cause all sorts of issues. Around this time, how important this idea of dating each other and making that a special time in the week because times are tough? I would say it is at the top of the list because communication between husband and wife, to me, is up there at the top. And having that understanding between each other and sharing each other's fears and allaying each other's fears hopefully as well and within all of that for those who know the Lord Jesus a time of prayer together and 
you know, just passing it to the Lord and seeking his way. Now, Dennis, let me get a little bit personal with you here because you and Anne are coming up to your 54th wedding anniversary. And when we talk about hard times, and hard times are upon so many marriages and families right now, navigating hard times together, does this make you stronger in your relationship? To last 54 years, yes. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying that we, we ought not to assume that this has all been smooth sailing for you. So lasting 54 years, you and Anne have been through some hard times. Yes, uh, and even at an early stage, saying hard times and cost of living and what have you, it took me right back to our first year of marriage where money was scarce. And we had gone shopping at the weekend around the local supermarket. And this was uh, in London at the time uh, where we were living. And we got to the checkout and didn't have enough money in the wallet. So items that were luxuries to us, we took back to the shelf. So we didn't have cheese that week, for instance. That's a distinct memory. We didn't have cheese. Hey, with Marriage Week uh, coming up in September, uh, you're wanting to nurture a biblical understanding, even what we might even say a traditional, conventional definition of marriage. Uh, this is something that's very important for a man and a woman to recognise their essential equality and unity together. It's a time to be able to reflect on those things that will make our marriages stronger. It certainly is. And if we take the thought that marriage is of God's design and for his divine purpose, which it is, I think it makes us think a little bit harder as to where we are and have we got God's vision for our marriage? I think a lot of us, even within the church, have a vision of marriage that has been widely distorted by the world and whilst we might think our marriage is in a good state that's against world values as against God's values and that's when it becomes difficult I think Neil. Dennis world values God's values you've only got to look at the latest headlines or look around your own street your own community to see that marriages and families are changing quite dramatically. And when we talk about a traditional definition of marriage, even a conventional definition, a biblical definition, there's a thought here that comes to mind about the quality we might be looking for, and that's the quality that will influence the next generation. So when you've got he and she, mother and father, they're influencing their children. You've got to get things right in your marriage and with your family relationships, haven't you? Very much so. And where better for us to look uh, than in Scripture? It has really come home to me over the years that Scripture is sufficient. People might say, ah, it doesn't talk into that situation. But Scripture gives us the way to lead a life that glorifies God. And if we're leading that life, we can only be leading a better marriage and family as well. 
Dennis, let's reflect on some of the hardships that churches have gone through the past couple of years and perhaps they haven't been able to give the same attention to marriage week as they may be able to this year. Uh, Churches have been getting back up on their feet. Has marriage been, in, in the way that you've been checking the pulse of churches, has marriage been a priority? That's a very difficult question to answer and I would regret to say that for a number of churches, and this is internationally also, that the idea of preaching on marriage and teaching on marriage is not up in their top ten, shall I say. I think a lot have the potentially have the view that I think it was Martin Luther spoke out uh, those years ago that um, he hated preaching on marriage because of the work that it caused after. And it is likely to cause work after, and it may be causing the pastor, the minister, if they're married, to look at what their own situation is, which would always be difficult as well. So if the pastor preaches on marriage in church, the likelihood is that creates a very busy week ahead because oftentimes problems and challenges will come to light and there's a need for pastoral care, uh, pastoral oversight, pastoral counselling in all of that. Now, Dennis, if you are a member of a local church and you think, This is something our church needs to be involved in, uh, drawing attention to enriching marriage. Uh, What should you be doing right now, given that Marriage Week's coming up the 11th to the 17th of September? Uh, Equipping yourself more fully and making yourself known to your church leadership as to how you feel that you're being led. Um, Also, there is focus on the family involved in mentoring situations when I say situations I'm meaning in training they had uh, a facility running there and also through the local bookshops one of my favorites is the work of uh, doctors and Leslie Parrott and they have a wonderful book uh, the complete guide of to marriage mentoring because we're not there to tell people that's the way to do it um, because there are different ways to do it and it's for them to find themselves and to take possession of that particular way. And in saying that, uh, we don't have the answers and all the answers, that is. And there's uh, a good association around which I don't think is too well known by people and that is the Christian Counselors Association of Australia, um, who are there um, to guide people to people of similar thinking to ourselves that marriage is of value. No doubt listeners can hear in the way you're reflecting on marriage that uh, there could be some pretty tight times ahead and not every marriage is flourishing right now. But at a time like Marriage Week, which is coming up in September, it is a time to be able to link and network with others and to access 
as you've even reflected there, Dennis, some amazing resources that can bolster and nurture and really help your marriage to flourish. So Marriage Week coming up the 11th to the 17th of September. Let me give the website for listeners who might want to connect their church with Marriage Week this year, marriageweekaustralia.org. That's marriageweekaustralia.org. And I can hear there's excitement in you, Dennis. Coming up to your 54th anniversary, you and Anne, uh, congratulations for when that's about to happen. But thanks so much for sharing your thoughts and your heart with us today on 2020. Thank you for the opportunity, Neil. And there's one last thing that I would say, if I may, and that is it is important to share with others and it is not a weakness to seek advice, but a strength to be able to share and to be able to take advice. It is a strength. Dennis, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.